lot of crossover between uh, Phoenix and Philadelphia the past week in the sports world. More crossover yesterday as the Cardinals hire Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon as our next head coach here to give us a, a closer look at all of it uh, from Philadelphia. 97.5 The Fanatic. Anthony Gargano joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Anthony, good morning. What's happening, my boys? How are you, brother? Because wow. what's happening? It was good to see you for the five minutes the yeah, other day. Yeah, our paths didn't cross, because that was a shame. Well, thank you, man. You saw me with my long hair, dude. How was <laughs> Phoenix to you, cuz? Treat you good? Oh, uh, uh, it was great. Uh, you know, I love it out there. I mean, it's just, you know, it's amazing. I'm uh, still, I, I still can't believe the KD stuff. The KD stuff is awesome, man. Like, I right. still can't believe that. I know. Yeah, try being us. I mean, we need that championship because you just yeah. got one recently. We need and, one, man. And we got him out of the East for you. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, no worries, I man. I hope you're seeing the fun. How about Chris Paul last night, too? I mean, nobody did drop dimes like CP, man. I still love him. Yeah. You and us both. All right, so we got to lean on you about Jonathan Gannon because we, we we dealt with Cliff Kingsbury for five years, and there was a lot of a lot of mediocrity, a lot of yucky stuff. What what are we getting in Jonathan Gannon, Cuz? Well, all right. So a couple things. One, they threw a parade that the Cardinals hired Jonathan Gannon here. So it wasn't right. the Super Bowl parade, no. But it was the Jonathan Gannon out of town parade. I know. So. That. He was not the most popular figure in Philadelphia. And it was more of a clash of scheme and a clash of kind of what this town is born and bred. So I'll give you a little history. Philadelphia loves defensive football, right? It was made its bones on, you know, from Dick Vermeil to Buddy Ryan to then uh, Jim Johnson, who was Andy Reid's. Uh, top lieutenant, defensive coordinator, who really, you know, went after. They blitzed. They would go man zero. I mean, like, they were they were attacking defense. Ray so Rhodes town, talking all that smack back in the yeah, day. Yeah. It's got the soul of a defensive town. So Gannon comes in, and he plays, you know, more of that Tampa shell. And, you know, it's, it's more of an analytic-friendly defense where you don't give up big plays. You rely on your front. Right. And, you know, you don't give up plays over the top. And it's more of a bend but don't break type of thing, which is more of an analytic friendly defense. And the town just never, like, warmed up to it. Right. Never warmed up to him. And look, they had a great year. Like, if you look at his defense this year, you know, all the sacks that they had, I mean, they set a record of sacks. And, you know, now the critical say you did have a really good front. Uh, but you feasted on a lot of bad quarterbacks, right? So you might have had eight sacks against Carson Wentz who couldn't move, right? Like, so you, you bolstered the number up. But that's not entirely fair. There, there were some really good things that I saw from Gannon this year and some things that I, quite frankly, uh, get worried about if I were you guys. Like, the second half against the Chiefs, I think you've got to play press, man. You've got to bring your corners up. You can't allow the free release. They got bit on motion twice for touchdowns in that game. He did not blitz uh, at all. Like, I, Listen, you're not going to get rich blitzing Mahomes, guys, but you might have mixed in an A-gap blitz there, and he's very tentative when that comes to that stuff. I saw him start a game against New Orleans where New Orleans – held the ball for nine minutes of the first quarter. You know, like, you got to come out of that stuff. And that's the only thing that I really did not like about Gannon 
because you can have a difference of opinion when it comes to scheme or, you know, but you, you gotta, you gotta be quicker getting out of, you know, something that's not working. Anthony Gargano, 97.5, the fanatic in Philadelphia. He joins us here on Arizona Sports. Anthony, what do you make of, you know, the video is out there. Uh, it was after the NFC Championship game when the Eagles annihilated the 49ers. On the field, Gannon's doing an interview with a local television station and says, I'm not going anywhere. They're keeping me. For, for, for better or worse, I'm staying. And then two weeks later, he's gone. And I know you mentioned, hey, they're having a parade. He's yeah. out of town. But there's also the flip side of that, that feeling is, okay, who's going to be the next defensive coordinator because they might not be equipped in Philly to to promote from within for that position. Well, they're not, and they do need one, and they are going to go out, I think. They had their OC. They lost both coordinators, you guys know. Shane Steichen went to Indianapolis. Brian Johnson will be the OC. They'll go out of town. They'll go out of uh, the organization for uh, Gannon's replacement. I mean, listen, I can't blame the guy. Anytime you get a job, a chance to be a head coach in this league, I, I, I have no ill will towards Gannon. I think, you know, you got to cut him latitude that he gets offered a job and, and to be a head coach. You, you got to take it. I mean, I, I have no, no ill will for that. Yeah. My question, though, is to you guys. So let, let's look at something. The, Chiefs win with Steve Spagnuolo as the DC, who made a couple of key stops, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has three Super Bowl rings? Who has no money on his side of the ball? Right. Right. Like all their money is tied up in offense, and all that dude is with. Like he won the Chiefs defense beat Cincinnati in the AFC title game. How come they go to Gannon? And not Spags. Like I, if you want to go defensive side of the ball, and oh by the way, Gannon was a scout for Spags when Spags was in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. And he's Spagnuolo's got head coaching experience. I, I don't think he got a sniff from anybody in this coaching cycle. He he didn't, which is amazing. I, I mean, look, when he was coach of the Rams, that was a franchise that had one foot out of St. Louis and into L.A. He had basically, you know, Sam Bradford his second year. He gets hurt, and then he's out the door. I mean, you know, listen, I think the guy's a really bright, bright coach. And I I just was trying to find the mindset as to why you would go Jonathan Gannon over Spagnuolo, who, uh, you know, I mean, knows what he's doing. I mean, you know, listen, Gannon may turn out to be a really good coach, and I think he comes from a good pedigree. Uh, but I mean, to me, it's not even close. Oh, I'm, listen, I'm with you, I'm man. Go that route. Yeah, listen, there's red flags all over this hire. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not. The, I'm not one drinking the Kool Aid out here. Uh, to me, I, I'm wondering about this. You had mentioned the couple of red zone touchdowns the Chiefs scored. You know how congested it gets in the red zone. To pop guys that wide open is pretty heinous. If you're a defensive coordinator and you got to wear that, and then to find out that that the Jaguars had exposed the Eagles on the, so that play yep. was on. Film and, and yeah. how do you how do you reconcile that? Yeah, uh, so here's another thing: the Chiefs' offense, right? You know, they, they had a 12 minute deficit when it was control of the ball, right? Like so, you know, the Eagles had the ball for 12 more minutes, and yet, interestingly, Andy Reid, who had was had a knock for not running the football, mm-hmm. sticks with the run. Now going into that game. The Chiefs were number one in 13 personnel running the football. So with three tight ends, they were number one. The Eagles were 19th 
defending the run against three tight end sets against 13 personnel. So how come they didn't go to five-man fronts to stop that? Knowing that Andy knows that and knowing that if you're Mr. Analytics, you got to go with your five-man front and yeah. try to take that away. It's a great question and a uh, great segment. Thanks for coming on with us, Anthony. You we man, appreciate it. Cause you got a boy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. See the NBA finals. Yeah.